We back. Welcome to the network. I am your host. My name is Michael Prejean. I got my big homie with me today. You see, I'm representing the Pittsburgh Steelers. I got a Super Bowl champ with me today. But before we jump into all that, let me remind you that the network is our attempt at creating a modern podcast version of the Negro Motorist Green Book. Every single episode that we drop for your ears, for your eyes, for your spirit and your soul is designed to help you physically, mentally, spiritually, and financially. Today's guest is my big homie, Jeremy Parquet. Jeremy, how you doing today, man? Doing good, brother. Doing good. What's going on with you, big bro? All is well, man. Just blessed. Good, man. I'm glad to have you here today. So we're going to dive right into this thing. I got to ask you just a few questions. So for everybody either watching on YouTube or listening by podcast, please tell us your government name. Man, my government name is Jeremy Michael Parquet. Awesome. Awesome. Where were you born? Yes, sir. I was born in Oxnard Hospital in New Orleans, Easter Sunday, 1982. I hear you. I hear you. You are a child of who? Man, Lois, the the great Lois Parquet and the great Felton, a.k.a. Gumbo Parquet. Okay. Okay. Tell us, are you married? Family? You got children? Yes, sir, man. Blessed, man. Blessed, man. Been married to the uh, illustrious Kristen Parquet from Meridian, Mississippi. Uh 16 years. Now, anniversary is in nine days. So it'd be 16 years in uh, nine days, bro. Amen. So I've been married since 06, man. Um, I have a 15-year-old uh, who's a sophomore in high school right now, Jeremiah. I have a 13-year-old. He's the eighth grader, going to ninth grade next year. His name is Joshua. And I have a seven-year-old boss. Her name is Kai. <laughs> Listen. So if, 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 you need, if, if you need me, you have to go through her. <laughs> Definitely. Listen. She is definitely the boss. When you when you see her, you automatically know who's in control. Already Listen, Already let, let, let me tell y'all something I learned about his 13-year-old yesterday. He's 13 years old. He's 6'4 and a half. And a half. Hey, six, she was off. He, he told me in the car, he said, Dad, she was off. It's about she to get was scary. She was, so he told me, he said, Dad, look here. He said, Dad, look here. Uh, your reign at, at the toss in the family. Uh, you better enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's coming to an end. That's about to be a wrap. Yes, All right. I'm excited about you, it. You are a graduate of? Uh, Dextran High School, bro, uh, year 2000. I graduated from Southern Miss, man, with a degree in coaching and sports administration in December of 2003. And I started my um, ministry courses at Nazarene Bible College uh, in, like, 2015. But based on my 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 – my my issues from football, I had to kind of slow down a little bit. Okay, okay. You mentioned the issues from football. Will will if you don't mind, we'll touch on that a little bit later. I got a couple of couple of more questions in this intro. I want to ask you. All right. Okay. When you were younger, what did you want to be growing up, bro? Um, crazy story, man. Crazy on, bro. Like, and 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 my hood. We're gonna talk about Narco, bro. But Narco was a beautiful place, man. Um, there was a lot of people with talent in Narco. But, bro, I was six five at like 12, 13, dog. So it wasn't no option. It wasn't like, okay, you're gonna be a a, a poet or you're gonna be a, a, a tap dancer. It was always football, bro. It was always football. The biggest poet ever. Man, look here. It's always football, bro. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. man. All right, man. Before we dive into this thing. I want you to go ahead and, and and let's give some flowers out. So I saw something 
on Instagram yesterday. It was a mother who had she had bought a bouquet of flowers for her son okay. because she had read or heard somewhere that the only time that black men get flowers is at their funeral. So, Real man, talk. before we start, we're not going to wait to the end. Man, is there anybody gotcha. that you want to give flowers to right now before we start? Bro, um, you start off with you, man. Um, when I met you, Brett Big Dog, you told me, you said, Brett, you have no idea how, how, how important you are to my life right now. And, and you didn't know the importance you had on my life as well, because being around football players your whole life, bro, around hard legs, it was it was it was simple. It was fairly simple, bro. It was no issue. But moving into that teacher world, bro, where I met you in August of 2011, it was different. So 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 just like you said, I had an impact on your life, bro. You impacted me as well. Somebody around my age, man, who was who was who had the same goals, bro. Married, kids, trying to trying to improve, you know. So man, you, bro, I appreciate you, man, for for being that homeboy, uh, solid, consistent, um, persistent. And people don't people might know, bro, but you 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 one of the smartest cats I know, bro. Straight up. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, so you, bro, mama, my mama. Mama uh, solid, bro. My mama held me down, man. Mama gave me what I needed, whether I wanted or not. You know what I'm saying? And I elaborate on that later on, just growing up in the hood, man. But um, mama, bro, mama, 78 years old, bro. Um, it's crazy. Mama, I ain't gonna cry, dog. Mama, 5'6", bro. You know what I'm saying? You just, yeah. just held me down. Pops, it's like I'm the perfect mix of my mama and my daddy, bro. My mama is a little more towards the serious side when it comes to Handling business, you know what I'm saying? My daddy's more as silly side. My, my daddy, ADO comedian, bro. Yeah. He got an afro <laughs> and I'm bald. And he remind me every time we talk that he got an afro and I'm bald. <laughs> he 80 and I'm 40. years old. So, wow. Yeah. Cool hand loop, bro. That's my guy, man. And um, who else, bro? Just, just, I just want to encourage the, the, the black men, bro. Just keep pushing, man. Uh, living in America at times is tough. Just, just, just keep on pushing, man. That's why I salute you, man, for this this podcast, man. Give an opportunity for me to share my story, and you're gonna see, bro. I'm 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 real candid. I don't hold back. I don't, I don't, I don't hold no punches. I am who I am, bro. You know what I'm saying? And, and I feel like that, man, because I feel as though when I was younger, a lot of cats would come and talk to people, bro, but it'd be real fake, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, and I feel yeah. like I feel like being candid makes where the little that I have now seem attainable versus, oh man. I can't reach that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, that's, that's it, real. bro. That's real. That's real. So, man, before we get into your story, because I know some people may want to just know a little bit more about you after this. So, right, people are trying to find you on social media or you know just anything like that. Where can they find you? Man, I'm easy, bro. I had all that other stuff, bro. I had Facebook and Twitter, but I risked all that, man, because it wasn't good for my mental health. So right now I'm just on Instagram, man, and I ain't on there all the time. You dig what I'm saying? My thing is go on there, um, scroll a little bit, see what's going on with my people, um, and and I, I got these kids, so I just wanna just wanna help other kids. Um, Jeremiah is Joshua's teammates. He's kind of showed them like a positive image of a fairly young black man. You dig what I'm saying? And also, um, and like I said, I'm, I'm posting about black love. My wife, I'm always showing her love on there. Yeah, Cause it's real. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot, yeah. a lot of people view marriage as a headache, or I ain't doing that, man. But dog, it's real. Like I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? That's so just show them the, 
a positive image of marriage, man. So to answer your question, bro, Instagram at Jeremy Parquet. Okay, Instagram at Jeremy Parquet. And the man just told you, if you want to see some black love, you want to see what black love looks like, you know, just, just, you know, just go, just go and check him out. Sixteen years and nine days. Sixteen mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. and nine days. And the most yes, important sir. thing that this brother said just now, I hope y'all didn't miss it. He said, "I'm happy." That's yes, big time. All right, man. Yes, sir. So, tell us, tell us about your childhood, man. Where, where did you grow up? What was it like? Man, childhood was was was, was childhood, man. It, it was it was growing up on the outskirts of New Orleans in the nineties. <laughs> Uh, late eighties, mid mid eighties, late eighties, early nineties, man. New Orleans was the murder capital probably every other year. You dig what I'm saying? So, so Narco, where I grew up at, man, is a acronym for New Orleans Refinery Company. You dig what I'm saying? So, 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 and Narco okay. was also known as was also known as Dodge City. So we call ourselves the Dodge City youngsters. So we had a lot of foolishness going on, man. But um, <laughs> just, 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 just growing up, man. Just, just. just just trying to figure it out, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to figure it out, man. But I grew up, mom and daddy, you dig what I'm saying? My mom and them had me when they, when I was when when they were older. When I was born, bro, I was born Easter Sunday '82. My mom was 38. My daddy was like 39. Okay. So when I came along, bro, my my oldest brother was 15 and my sister was 13. You know what I'm saying? So um, my mama had me. That I came along. My mom was older, man. So a lot of my homeboys thought that we had money, praise on. Like son, we ain't got no money. But the mistakes your yeah. parents making now, my parents made twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So my parents is just, just a little bit older. You dig what I'm saying? And and, and you hope to grow with, with time. So I'll tell them all the time, man. Look here, like the mistakes your folks making now, my parents made twenty years ago. So it might look like we got money, but bro, eh, I may be eating frosted flakes, off brand frosted flakes with, with water. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like people are like, man, yeah. my kids like daddy, what? Like yeah, bro. Sometimes we have milk. <clears throat> And, and and mom said, Boogie, I, I ain't got paid yet. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah. so, and yeah, I, I am Boogie. I was Boogie. I'm still Boogie. I'm a 40 year old Boogie. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, uh, yeah. no, nah, I just growing up in the neighborhood. It was, it was, it was awesome, man. Growing up, growing up in Narco, man, just a lot of talent, bro. A lot of talent, a lot of intelligence, man. A lot of intellect. A lot of people had skills, man. But what stuck with me most, man, and also I, I grew up stuttering real bad. So uh, my environment, just based on what I saw, some of the domestic violence I ran through, um, which I hated then, bro, but now I appreciate. You dig know what I'm saying? As I got older, man, it it it, it, it really affected my my uh, self confidence mm-hmm. and my speech. You dig know what I'm saying? So a lot of times, man, I had to sit back and just watch and observe. So and that's a blessing. You dig know what I'm saying? Because because sometimes, mm-hmm. man, being six seven at fourteen years old. And I had hair then too. I had waves, earrings. You know what I'm saying? I had earrings in college. So just being big, bro, I might have been a little, little, little arrogant. You know what I'm saying? But I believe God knows exactly what we need. So I mm-hmm. feel like he gave me my size to help me with my confidence. You know what I'm saying? Because of being okay. tall, it's like, okay, well, you automatically have a um, a um, presence or whatnot, man. So, 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 so just growing up stuttering, man, I watched a lot. So with that being said, I saw my uncles, man. I had an uncle, bro. Praise God when I tell you, you can fix anything, bro. 30 minutes. Fix anything, bro. And uh could fix lawnmowers, um, air conditioning units in, in, in the window in your house, bro. Cars, bikes, dog like. And 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 it was crazy, brother. The the wine nose was, was the ones that were kind of taking care of me. 
Like whenever I wanted um Huckabuck, we call the Force Cups and Narco Huckabucks for a quarter. I had no quarter. The wine no, was let, let me let me let me pause there. So <laughs> in in Norco, it's called a Huckabuck. Where I'm from <laughs> in Lafayette, we called it a cold cup. So <laughs> I, you know, I, I gotta translate because somebody might be like Huckabuck, man, what are you talking about? <laughs> but the Huckabuck, cold cup, cool cup. Whatever y'all right. called it, wherever you from, that's what he's talking about. All right, keep yes, going. Indeed. Yes, indeed, yes, indeed, bro. But um, but nah, man, I remember often asking the winos for uh, for money. You know what I'm saying? So it was just a weird dynamic, man. But as a kid who stuttered, I saw that, and, and I kind of put that in the back of my head. Man, my uncle and would go to the liquor store, prison and sit at the the track. They saw always be at the track, the back of the track. So they said the back of the track, bro, with the Thunderbird. Malt liquor and their uh, newspaper. So this dude will be back there, bro, at seven in the morning when I'm going to school, saying, "Hey, Bukis, you just, you just stay in school, bro. This right here ain't, ain't what you want." But bro, he would tell me what's going on. Huh? These your your, un- your uncles? Yeah, uncles. My uncles okay. in, in, in his pockets. So it was a bunch of them. My, okay. Okay. Uncle Smiling Snake, uh, all them cats. The people from Norco when they see this, they're gonna know who I'm talking about. But um, all them cats sit at the back of the track, man, just reading the paper, praise on, just telling me what's going on with the world. Stocks and, and, and Afghanistan, I'm like man, these dudes are intelligent. So, so yeah. I put that in the back of my mind, man. And as I got older, I realized it's about choices, bro. My uncle, my uncle, bro, Uncle Smiley threw a fastball like 90 miles an hour back in the 60s. So, you know, like, like, dude, just talented, bro. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and so, just growing up in the hood, man, I saw a lot of cats like that, man, with, with a lot of skills, man. And, and just being real with you, bro, I was the biggest in the hood, but that was it. I wasn't the smartest. Uh, I wasn't the most athletic. wasn't the most, you know what I'm saying? None of that, bro. Menaco was full of talent, bro. But a lot of cats didn't make it out, bro, just because of choices. So, and I'll expand on that as well later on, man. But um, like I said, my, my, my mama, my mama was um, awesome, bro. My mama was, was focused. My mama worked at my high school for 35 years. Destrain High School, um, Wildcats, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 35 years, man. And, <laughs> My uh, dad, man, my dad was a um, secretary treasurer for the for the um, labor union in New Orleans. So my dad was the cat that if, if your folks needed a job, it was him. Okay. So, so so just watching that, it was also awesome. My uh, oldest brother left when I was three. He went to um, USL on a football scholarship. Check this out, bro. Said he chose USL over Oklahoma because USL had had, had the pretty ladies. <laughs> listen, <He's sick>. listen. <laughs> I'm laughing because anybody from Louisiana, especially South Louisiana, I'm from Lafayette, right. so right. I know exactly what your brother is talking about. I right. listen. Right. What, what, what was right. your brother's name? Felton, Felton Parkett Jr. Felton Parkett Jr. Brother, I ain't mad at you. I understand. If nobody else understand, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> keep going, Parquet. Keep going, yeah, bro. But he was like, "Yeah, I had an offer from Oklahoma, but I chose USL, man, because I, I, I went on my visit to Oklahoma, and it was Oklahoma. But I, I went to Lafayette. <laughs> I'm, I'm home. <laughs> oh man, that's what's so, up. Yeah, bro. My uh, brother, he went to USL, man. Did his thing. He played with um Brian Mitchell, who went on to to, to play for the Eagles and all that, man. And um Brian Mitchell was a quarterback. My brother was the um, running back. So and my brother also had a shot in the NFL with the Seahawks. 
for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Which is cool, which is real cool, man. And so yeah, my my sister Lisa, bro, my sister Lisa, she went to LSU. So she left in '87 and went to um, LSU, man. And um, she started she started uh, interning at Shell, her senior high school, which is I guess '86, '87. So, bro, she, she been affiliated with Shell since '86, and to this day, wow. she's still affiliated with Shell. Wow. So, so, wow. This, so, so, so that's what I'm saying. So, so being around so many people who was doing positive things, man. Like I said, my, my mama didn't play, bro. Like real talk. Like as a kid, I I, I wanted to be cool and I wanted. to to fit in and, 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 and do whatever I was doing, man. My mom said, Mookie, look here. When those streets like come on, I need, I need you to buy inside this house. I don't care what nobody else doing. You get your body inside this house. Mind you, Prejean, at this point, I'm 6'4". Mom, 5'6". Yeah. But, but when mom's old, bro, like E.F. Hutton, you get you behind this house. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so yeah, 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 bro. So, so, so the standard was high, man. The Even though the neighborhood was what it was, man, the the standard was 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 was... was Excellence, bro. It was high, bro. It was high, man. So, but yeah, man. Just growing up in Norfolk, man. Just it, it was awesome, man. Everybody was a comedian. We had jokes on every corner. If, if you didn't have thick skin, you won't go make it. Yeah, you won't yeah. go make it, bro. I tell man. I tell you what, man. That that's a uh, for you to to say, man. I, I the only thing I was in my neighborhood Biggest. was the tallest. But, but let, let me it. ask you this. Because I I know the answer to this, but I really want to 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 kind of paint the picture for the people who are listening. How many streets were there in your neighborhood, bro? Narco had four main streets: uh, East, Diamond, Cathy, and Washington, and three sides. Now, mind you, so 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 it's the South, right? So it's the black section and the white section. Okay. And we had our our, our little corner. See what I'm saying? So we were here. All this was was other the white section. And the okay. white section had the the libraries and the and the nice swimming pools and the, and the schools. Mm-hmm. My section had like three or four bar rooms, and, and so we we call the holding the club, hold, holding the wall clubs, bar rooms. So 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 we had more bar rooms and libraries. You dig know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So so so, but yeah, man. Like I said, man. Um, sports was everything, man. I, I remember playing football with pine cones. Like we didn't have footballs all the time. We have to throw up pine cones and just run. Um, man, bro, like, like, man, I'm, la- I'm laughing. I'm laughing because I've done that. And the, yeah, crazy absolutely. Thing, the crazy thing is, you get older. So we older, and we like, man, we played football with pine cones. We didn't think yeah. nothing of it then, but when you when you right. say that out loud now, you be like, dang, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Hey, hey bro, pine I'm telling cones. you, bro. Think about this, bro. Think about eating knockoff frosted flakes, bro, with water. Bro, hey, I'm gonna be real with you. I'd have just been eating them things dry, shaking them, <laughs> shaking them up in my hand. Right. No better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro. But um, uh, man, bro, when I tell you they had families of of these athletes, man, I remember the um Richard family, man. I'm still cool with a lot of them now, man. Like we kind of grew up like cousins. Like I think we like maybe third or fourth cousins. I remember my, my homeboy Chuck. Chuck and I graduated high school together, man. Chuck, he went on Ancestry.com a few years ago, bro. I found out that his great 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 grandfather and my great 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 grandfather were partners. My great 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 grandfather was on his great 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 grandfather's marriage uh, license. So it's just crazy how that all, yeah. you know what I'm saying? How, how, how we grew up tight. Yeah. And how, how people grew up tight too, man. So, yeah. So it was just cool, man. But Chuck and them had a whole family, bro. Demetrius, Damone, Damien, who's Chuck, all them boys was like basketball. Um, 
aficionados, bro. Like I'm talking about like when them boys get on the court, we had a uh, we had a basketball court neighborhood too, bro. We call it the school ground. When they got on the court, bro, they was gonna be on for at least five years. It was a wrap. It was a wrap. So 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 when you got to the team together, you better get your good team because because if you get on at one time, if you, if you lose, you gotta sit wait for at least another two hours. The boys ran the court, bro. It was crazy. Their daddy was cold too. So it's like whole family of brothers just running the court. Man. It's crazy, man. Listen, I don't I don't know, man, but I, I, I don't think no, no, I know. I know the youngsters today have no idea what it's like to go in the park. Mm-hmm. And if you don't win, it's gonna be two hours before you play again. They, they, hey, no idea, up. man. These kids straight have up. no idea what that's about. No idea, bro. No Dang. idea, man. No idea so, for real, bro. I want to. I want to ask you this, man. So, okay, for the people listening and watching, you know what? Let, let me do this first. If you're listening to the audio podcast, or if you're watching on YouTube, please, please, please hit that like and subscribe button. If you're on Apple Podcasts, give us five stars. Right? You can follow the podcast on Facebook. We got a page there, the Network with Michael Prejean, and on Instagram, the underscore Network underscore Podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. I greatly appreciate it. All right, so. Enjoying this episode so far? Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google, Breaker, Radio Public, or Pocket Casts. Now back to the show. Um... I was I read somewhere that you are the only player in history to win a bowl championship, mm-hmm. a Euro League championship, uh-huh. and a Super Bowl. Yeah, man. I, I feel like hey. I'm missing one. Nah, it's it's bro. Um what's crazy about that is, bro? You're right. Um Man, um, I I was fortunate, bro, to win the uh, NFL Europe. They call it the World Bowl. Okay. That was in 07. And I won the Super Bowl with the Steelers, bro, blessed in 08. Well, which was really 09. And after that, I went to the UFL, which was a new league that started. It was in Vegas. So I won the UFL ring as well, bro, which is a blessing, man. But story about that is to all the kids listening, man. Man, my Tomlin, bro, is awesome. My Tomlin's always tell us, man, be where you are, right? So... During those times, as a 26, 25-year-old cat, bro, I ain't care nothing about that. Just being real, bro. I ain't care nothing about no world, world bro. What is that? Oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be in the league. UFL, man, I'm supposed to be in the league. So that wouldn't brought to my attention until I had retired. You know what I'm saying? I retired, and, and they, uh, Pittsburgh, which is a great sports city, man, they have a uh, Pittsburgh Sports Hall of Fame voting committee. And a guy contacted me like, man, uh, we want you to be on this voting committee to help us to select the um, Pittsburgh um, uh, Greats Hall of Fame. I was like, man, bet. And, and, and when he posted it, he like, hey, y'all, listen, Parquet is the only player ever. I'm like, man, what? That's like, wild, bro, that's dope. Bro, that's dope. But, but like, as a 25-year-old kid, I'm so caught up on being, you know what I'm saying? Hey, man, I'm better than this. Like, I'm supposed to be in the league. You know what I'm saying? To, 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 like, when you're in it, bro, you can't see it. But yeah, when you move yeah. yourself from it, when you change your vantage point, you see it a little better. You dig what I'm saying? So, bro, like, bro, that's awesome. And then, uh, so, yeah, man, to all my kids. Uh, Let me ask you this. Who helped you, who or what helped you to change that that vantage point? Because like you said, you know, man, you you a young man and 
Man, okay, yeah, that's cool, but I'm supposed to be an elite. So how how old? So let me ask you this first. Were you drafted by the Steelers? No, sir. I was drafted um, by the Chiefs. The Chiefs okay. drafted me first on in 2005. So I went to the Chiefs in the draft in 05, bro. I spent a year there. My head coach retired, bro, Dick Vermeil, who's a dope dude, man. But I tell you, like, and, and and as a player, all you want is consistency, bro. And, and you want if you if you're being told something for for it to be solid. So if Dick Vermeil told you something, bro, it was solid. Now, mind you, he gonna cry every five minutes. And old head like that, hey, just get ready, he gonna cry. Hey, bro, what is he crying for? Like, well, we be in a team meeting. Hey, uh, Will Shields, uh, look at his pass set. He's just great. He crying like, bro, what is he crying for? <laughs> so, but it was, it was weird, bro. But, uh, but no, when I tell you what Dick Vermeil said, man, was golden. And I promise you, bro, 100% of all these former players going to say the same thing. Now, mind you, bro, he going to work it now. Bro, my, my rookie year training camp, I thought about quitting about 20 times. I'm not the only person either. Everybody, because I still got to, um, my wife is good at keeping all my, my, my paraphernalia, bro. Yeah, I still got that. that like we used to wear like undershirts, you know what I'm saying? And I, and I showed it to my teammates, like, boy, man, burn that. I said, what you mean? Like, bro, we almost died in that undershirt. So, <laughs> but a training yeah. camp was, was, was training camp. But my rookie year, praise not, I kid you not. Like, the NFL now has changed. It's not as, 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 as aggressive, man. But we had real life tour days, bro. Like, I'm talking about like tour days. And, and a lot of times, the OGs, the Chiefs had a bunch of older cats, a bunch of older linemen. So, they weren't practicing. Yeah. So the morning practice, bro, I'm going twos, threes, and young guys. So 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 just look at it like this. And you're a coach, you know time it is. So if you got yeah. a practice schedule, um, if you got 15 reps in this session, the first team get five or six, second team get five, third team get five. They have to practice, you got the young guys. So the OG went practicing. So I'm going twos, threes, and young guys. Man. Oh man. So bro, praise on, <laughs> bro. So, so they all training camp on five. Now, mind you, bro, we we um, practice hard, man. But like I said, we knew that what he said was was solid, bro. So, anyway, long story short, bro, Dick Vermeer, rookie year, he retired. He bought him. They bought somebody else. We didn't see eye to eye. Um, um, they released me. Um, I, I go home. I go to Mississippi. Not home. I go to Mississippi, man, because my at that point I'm married. Um, okay. Married. Okay. My wife. My wife is um, pregnant with Jeremiah. So long story short, bro, I go home to Mississippi. I can say home now, bro, because I went to college there. And my wife from there. So I go to Mississippi, right. bro. Um, my father is a pastor. So I'm like, okay, wow. So, bro, so his church has a parsonage behind his church. It was in a gym. Um, so I'm roommates with a pastor for like four months, bro, John. So you can all imagine what was yeah. going on. Right, right, so, right. So, 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 but it was, one of, it was one of the best times of my life, bro, because... It helped me a lot, man. It helped me really grasp life. And it kind of, for me, bro, it was about connecting the dots. Because last time I had started life, it wasn't connecting all the way. So just kicking it with my follower, man, uh, Reverend um, Myron Harrison, bro, just helped me um, grow, man, and, and connect the dots, bro. So shout out to the long story short. Yes, sir. Absolutely. thousand percent. thousand percent, bro. Um, but yeah, man, he just sat me down and gave me the game, man, and praise on. Um, Grew up in church my whole life, bro. My mama made sure that. A three piece suit, you know what I'm saying? I was church my whole life, bro. But uh, I didn't get saved, bro, until October first of um, '06. So, I, so, so I, I, I got serious about Christ, bro. I gave my life to Christ, bro, October first of 2006, man. It changed my life. So I got saved then, bro. Had a lot of workouts. I had a workout with the the Giants, the Buccaneers, the 
the Seahawks, the Sharks, never mind. Um, somebody else, bro. There's some more teams, but I didn't get signed until after I got saved. And then Jeremiah was born November 7, 06, and I got signed by the Rams like on the 12th. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, so, yeah. So, long story short, man, left KC, um, um, went to the Rams, which was cool. And KC, bro, had a chance to play with my childhood idol, Willie Rolfe, because Willie Rolfe was playing for the Saints back then. Right, right. Funny story. Bro, funny <laughs> story. My um, Auntie Sharon, Auntie Sharon had a plug. So, back in the gap, praise on, make people laugh. Back in the gap, bro, being 6'5 at 12, bro, back in the 90s, there weren't as many options that they have now for clothes. Right, right. So all I was able to express my adolescence was, was, was through shoes. And you know your boy loved shoes to this day. Yeah, yeah. That's because that's the genesis of, of my shoe story. So from the ankles up, I was 40. <laughs> but from the ankles down, I, I was a teenager. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, oh, man. 40 <laughs> from the ankles up. <laughs> and hey, bro, because you can find no full X. Hey, you can find no full X in the 90s. There was right. there was ten or twelve adolescents. Man, you're 100 percent right, man. You're no, hey, brother, real talk. So, so, so. Long story short, bro, my auntie Sharon had a connection with Willie Rolfe. So Willie Rolfe sent me some uh, some cleats, bro. Here with the Saints, cleats and a, and a pair of like um, Nike shoes. You dig what I'm saying? In my size, which is super cool. That's cool. That's uh, cool. Fast forward, fast forward, 15, 20 years, we teammates. It all came full circle. And, and another 50, 20 years to now, we friends. Man, we talk. We talk. That's awesome. So imagine awesome. being your, your, your childhood idol. You got a phone number, bro. Like oh, Willie Rolfe was about to join the beat. So, so as a, as a as a young offensive lineman, Willie Rolfe was Jordan. Yeah, yeah. So your idol became a teammate, became your department. Come on, man, that's yeah, crazy. Wow, that is. So, man. long story short, bro. Um, KC St. Louis, man, uh, went to Europe with the Rams. The Rams um, allocated me to Europe, so I went to um, Hamburg, Germany, bro. For like four or five months, praise on, praise on. When I tell you, bro, we ate schnitzel, and for people who don't know, bro, schnitzel is like oven fried baked chicken every day for like five months. And praise on, praise on. For the first two or three days, it was popping, but after that, son. Long story short, I, I came home skinny. I came home about about three or five. <laughs> man, yeah. Yes, yeah, indeed. I, I can't imagine, man. I can't yeah, imagine. Snitzel, man. So, and then over there in, in Hamburg, Germany, man, it was, it was a good time. Like I said, but, but but at 25, 6 years old, I wouldn't foot. Like, my focus was the shield, the league, NFL, man. But hindsight, man, I could say. So, fast forward a little bit now, when God called me to ministry, God showed me that. Like, Jeremy, look here. When you was wanting to plan it, I had a plan for you. So now you can go back to these cities in my name and give the platform that I gave you back to me. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. what? So that's why yeah. I had to go to all these different cities? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so but yeah, bro, I went to Hamburg, Germany, man. Came back to St. Louis. It was going pretty good off and on, man. They uh, they cut me. I went to uh, Pittsburgh. Man, Mike Townsend signed me. Most times the way it works is you got to come in and try out. This what happened at Mike T. Mike T was with the Buccaneers when I was playing the Senior Bowl. So I played the Senior Bowl for in 2004, 2005, January okay. 05. I played the Senior Bowl and he was with Tampa. And I think Mike T was like the um, DB coach in Tampa, I think, in 05. So he knew me for like because because the Senior Bowl players or some of the, the higher ranked players are supposed to be drafted, right? 
Right, right. So, like, man, Parkin, what's going on? I said, man, my T, all I'm looking for is, is, is a shot. He's like, man, we're over here. I'm going to be sure you you you, you uh, had your shot. And and, and like I said, with Dick Vermeer, what my T say, like, if he said he's going to do something for you, bro, he's going to do his best to do it for you. Now, mind you, it's a business deal. So some things are above his 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 salary, his pay grade, bro. But for the most part, bro, solid dude, man. Solid dude. So he signed me, man, me, Chris, Chris and I, and Jeremiah drove from St. Louis to Pittsburgh overnight. The next day, he didn't work me out. We, we talked. Yeah, Parkhead, I already know you, you, you can play football because I was with Tampa Bay. I knew you play football. What's going on with your career? So I shared with him some things that, that transpired in KC and St. Louis. I said, well, all right, well, well I'm going to sign you. I'm like, what? So, so bro, I do sign to the press squad, man, in Pittsburgh, man, and and I worked. And I, and I grew a lot, man, and and, and and had a shift. A lot of times, what people don't understand is people think that one style of play fits everywhere. It doesn't necessarily fit everywhere for right. certain positions. So in KC, in St. Louis, it was more of a passing type, West Coast type, offense type deal. But in Pittsburgh, it was pound rock. You know what I'm saying? So, so I had to transform my mind, and it was uncomfortable. But, but you, I always tell my kids, man, when you're comfortable, you don't grow. So the first few days, there was kind of a, a huge curve of learning, man. But like I said, man, I I, I was able to get that get there, man, and and, and do my thing and and, and 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 show up a little bit, man. So it was a blessing, man. So, but yeah, bro, I was in Pittsburgh from 07 until uh, 09, man. Super Bowl, I was able to um, secure my my my. My 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 years, my retirement, because in the NFL, you know, to be vested, you gotta have four years, right? So, I was, I was blessed, man, to 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 get vested and, and play a little bit, bro. It was exciting, man. Like I remember my first snap was in Cincinnati, bro. We played the Bengals, and uh, bro, life slowed down. It was it was like a moment, bro. Like man, like I felt like I was showing me all those years, yeah. bro. You, bro, you know, in Louisiana, bro. High school football, man, it's like every year in Louisiana, it's like Mr. Warfare, bro, because Prince started at school. Every year in Louisiana, August, September, bro, it rained. Every day it rained. Okay, every all right, Prince canceled. Yeah, Prince canceled. Every day. Prince canceled. Boy, that sun come out of that ground, start smoking. I'm like, Lord. So so it showed, man, I feel like, man, my first snaps, bro, I just felt like, man, like everything slowed down for John. So that whole time in that game, bro, like, I, I was there, but I feel like I wasn't there. Oh, well, no, nah, man, after the game, I said, my T, thank you, man. He said, man, you got to thank me. Like, he said, man, you earned that. Like, bro, dog, my T, bro, I don't know. I believe it's his, his dad was in the army or something, bro, but my T has a presence, bro. I'm telling you, some things he told me 13 years ago, I'm, I'm still eating on. Man, listen. So I had Jason Glenn on, yeah, 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 yeah. on, a, on a previous episode. Man, right. when I tell you, he, he spoke about Mike Tomlin the same mm-hmm. way you're speaking about him. So, mm-hmm. Mike Tomlin, you know what they say, <laughs> shoot your shot. <laughs> let, let me know. Whenever you want to come and, and sit down, matter of fact, you come to the house. We'll right. sit in the backyard. <laughs> My wife will Top cook for us. Or I'll barbecue. Right. Matter of fact, Mike T, you like crawfish? I'll boil some crawfish. <laughs> we'll, we'll sit in the backyard, man, chop it up. You don't have to right. spend a dime. Right. These two brothers have spoken so highly of you, man. Come on and sit down yeah, with the network, man, and bless us with this wisdom. But on a serious note, man, the, the things that you're saying, Jason Glenn said a lot of those same things, man. Uh, 
<clears throat> and to and to this brother must have a, a, a real impact because I mean the only time you know I really see him and I'm not a huge football guy but I love hearing him speak man you know pregame postgame you know what I'm saying I mean straightforward straightforward right. don't mince any words right. man right so man that's awesome so you you said you know so you took us through your journey man from from the senior bowl all the way to retirement but somewhere mm -hmm. in there, you said that your perspective changed, right? About right. about about what your true purpose in life was. Absolutely. So, man, tell us, you know, what changed your perspective, and then, gotcha. man, just kind of bridge that gap and tell us how that had impacted who you are now and what you gotcha. do now. Thousand percent, bro. Thousand percent, got you, bro, man. So. Praise on. When I got saved, before I got saved, bro, I was in my own strength, just trying to figure things out, trying to rack in my brain, bro, just dressing, just like, man, hold on. So, this, this, da, da, da. but man, when I got saved, bro, um, it felt like a, a weight was lifted. So, 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 um, God is just faithful, bro. Just, so I started to grow and mature and just learn about who I was and about why things were transpiring the way they were. And the biggest thing that happened for me, bro, was my faith became real, so I stopped worrying so much, bro. Because the Bible says power, love, and a sound mind. Right. Faith and worry ain't in there. You know what I'm saying? So that being said, going forward, bro, I felt as though as long as I put forward my best foot daily, like it was up to him. Like, whatever. God, I trust you. Like, whatever you do with this thing. If I play one down, if I play 15 years, Lord, it's up to you. Lord, I trust you. So when I got saved, bro, I stopped carrying burdens, bro. I, I, not initially. It, it, it was a process. It's still a process. But the, the initial salvation means to 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 just to be saved, bro. To to uh, I um peace, bro. You know what I'm saying? So so I, uh, the, the peace that God gives is past all understanding. So people are like, man, like like how you get cut, but you ain't tripping, man. Because I know whatever shape I'm gonna be good, whatever shape. You know what I'm saying? So prior to that, bro, I was trying to figure it out, trying to move pieces and try to make it fit, and it wouldn't fit me, bro. But like I said, man, when 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 God when I when I surrendered, bro, when I got off the throne of my heart, I told him first of all, six bread, and, and, and let him drive. I said, God, listen, go. Now in that, I I I, I surrendered. And I gave my life to him fully. It wasn't no game for me, bro. Because like I said, stuttering, preach on. As a kid in Narco, bro, I watched things like, man, hold on. You a pastor, but in the church, but in the hood, you this. Uh, so I always had a high reverence for God, bro. So so when I got saved, it was like that that that, that was connected. Like man, okay, okay, all right. I, so yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, I get yeah. it. So so so, bro, that grew me up a lot, man. And what also grew me up a lot, man, was adversity. Real talk, bro. Um, my teacher said, "When the rubber meet the road," you know what I'm saying? A lot of people can talk about it. But uh, and, and Martin Luther King said, man, true character is, is, is not defined in times of comfort, but in times of, um, what you say? Yeah, yeah. I, know, um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 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 but all that being said, bro, um, man, Josh and my son, Josh got sick, bro. And as a young parent, Josh was born in 08, so I was 25, 26. So when Josh got sick, bro, I was hurt. Praise on, I was crushed, though. Praise on, when I tell you I was crushed. Because as a daddy, your job is, is like, we, we supposed to be fixers. 
So right. Josh, Josh says, Josh says, and I pray that this, this, uh, I pray that this helps somebody, man, with their faith. Man, Josh says tuberous sclerosis. So Josh has a skin disease that that causes tumors and seizures, right? So, 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 so Josh came through, bro, and he, he had this growth on his leg, and it kind of resembled a, a orange peel in texture, but it it, 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 was, it was lighter. It was like an albino orange peel. If that makes sense. So, yeah. so, um, Josh's first few months, he, he was a little different. We could tell he, he wouldn't, because Jeremiah was seamless. Jeremiah was, man, I tell you, perfect baby, bro. Jeremiah didn't give us no issues. Not that Josh was the issue, bro. Just, just Josh grew us up. So, so, mm -hmm. um, to answer your question, man, just, just kind of, um, expound on the question about what helped me to shift my focus and, and, and grow me up, man. Just, just, just helping, just watching Josh overcome adversity, bro. Just, Josh was diagnosed with TS, bro, in, 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 in 2000. And nine in Pittsburgh, and that's why I love the Steelers. But people are like, man, you from New Orleans? Why you love Steelers so much, man? The Rooneys, Mike Tomlin, them folks are solid, bro. Them folks coordinated by my because I'm in Pittsburgh. I ain't from Pittsburgh. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But UPMC is, is a hospital network up there, man. Awesome hospital network. But the Rooneys coordinated that stuff for me, man. They coordinated Joshua doctor visits and blah blah blah. And man, bro, I love the Steelers, dog. Not because yeah. of the Super Super Bowl was awesome, bro. I'm from Norfolk. Yeah. We had four streets. Yeah. What happened? So right. Super Bowl's off, bro. But man, the, the way the Rooney's, the Chiefs and the Rams only knew me. The Steelers made a point to know Kristen and Jeremiah and Josh. Not only know them, but develop a relationship with them. You dig what I'm saying? So, 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 yeah. or a lot of people, bro. But um, yeah. So long story short, man, he was diagnosed in Pittsburgh, man, and um, bro, we when when my NFL career was kind of winding down, bro, we moved to Atlanta. So I'm living in Lawrenceville, Georgia. Um, Josh had a seizure. He had the grand mall. So you know it's like three types of seizures. And the big one is the grand mall. Yeah. So, bro, praise on 22 minutes. So people don't know we have seizure, bro. And I ain't no doctor, but the the, the amount of oxygen seizure, is going around. Seizure for 22 minutes. 22 minutes, yes, sir. Wow. Grand mall. Now, mind you, in Pittsburgh, he was having those small seizures, but my wife and I weren't educated on to really know what was happening. Uh -huh. He was just there. So Joshua was, you start yeah, off yeah, yeah, yeah. with, with his, his temperature. When his temperature became elevated past a certain number, it was going to happen. So Joshua would just start by staring, and he, he wouldn't be responsive. And we thought, he, he eight months, nine months, we, were, we didn't know if he really understood what was happening. Josh, mm -hmm. what's up, man? Mm -hmm. Josh. Hey, Josh. Hey, Josh. He wouldn't say nothing. And he started sweating a little bit right in his forehead. Long story short, brother, grandma took place in Lawrenceville, bro. Praise God. When I tell you, bro, shook me up to my core. I felt like I went from six seven to about four two. I felt awful, bro. I felt I felt worthless. I felt um, bad, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because he he sees it, and my wife is dope, bro. My wife, she a nurse now, bro. My wife should have been a doctor, though. And and we we getting there. And, and there's different ways. It's more than one way to skin a cat. Yeah. In college, yeah. She, she 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 struggled with a certain class, but people didn't want telling her instead of going straight at it, you can go around that thing and still get there. Yeah, yeah. So, so my wife shouldn't get there, but my wife had had the the wherewithal and the presence to, to just kind of know what to do. Praise God, I'm from Norfolk, bro. We don't know how to do, do no seizures. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, anyway, long story short, we had a seizure. Josh went through that, man. Um, and we have seizures, man. Sometimes your coordination is inhibited. So, Josh went through that, bro. And real talk, praise God, being candid, dog. I was mad at God. Like, man, God, this is my child. I'm serving you. I just got saved two, three years ago. Doing my thing, you know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I'm living, I'm living holy as I can. 
Um, I'm serving you. The way I walk, talk, and carry myself. Like, how you let that happen to, to me, to my child, being selfish? Yeah. God said, yeah. German, look at God said, German, Joshua's mine. Can I do what I want with my own? She gave me to death. So, yeah. so yeah. I, I, yeah. I, 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 I repented and I surrendered. And, bro, real talk, Joshua's life, having a front row seat to watch Josh overcome adversity, bro, has, has grew me up the most. How old Josh was today? Josh was 13, bro. Josh 13, bro. What's up? I'm, I'm, I'm laughing because, you know, I, I, I know the story. So, I'm you know, I'm hearing the testimony. And I've heard, right. you know, you, you've shared this story with me before, right. you know. Right. And you, you said something that I don't want people who are listening or watching to miss. Um, right. You said seizures can mess up your coordination. Absolutely. Absolutely. But Josh is Josh is six four and a half. Six four and a half, bro. And and he excels at he multiple excels. things. Right. At multiple right. things. Bro, so and, and and that's what I'm saying, bro. So so um don't get me wrong, he has had his issues, but he's he, he's a fighter, bro. Man, Joshua told me one time for John, he was like, hey, like dad, I don't wish what I go through on nobody. What eight year old wow. got the wisdom to say that? Wow. I got chills, dog. So, 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 just watching him, bro, going through that, man. But Joshua is an all-region, all-district uh, tuba player, one of the best tuba players in the whole city. Joshua um, averaged on, eight, on his eighth-grade basketball team, overcoming his coordination issues from seizures. Josh averaged the last five games like fifteen points and like twenty-five rebounds. Now, mind you, this is a kid with TS. Twenty-five. Yeah. Twenty-five boards. Every rebound that, that was to be had was had by Joshua. Man, and you don't believe me? I got the footage. I, I got Get some that. of the footage too. <laughs> I, I got, I got the some of the footage Get too. Um, but now, nah, man, just so, so just watching Josh, bro, overcome adversity, praise on man. God saying, "See, Josh, mine." And and, and 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 in my ministry and in my life, bro, that's helped me, man. Praise on. A lot of people talk about who God is and what God. What they thank God is, bro. I've had the front row seat first, huh? So that's why I don't compromise. People are like, man, that's why I love you, bro, because because you, we, we, we're like minded, man. We might not talk, but when we talk, bro, we talking. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. But um, but yeah, just that's why I'm compromised, first, huh? Because I've I've seen what God can do. And and and, and Proverbs says, wisdom is the principal thing, but all that getting, get an understanding. Get so I understand who God is. I understand what God done for Josh. I said what God does for me, what God does for me, because we're gonna talk about this in a few minutes uh, if I don't run out of time. But I'm I have issues as well, so we're gonna talk about the mental health aspect and the triggers and and, and all that in, in a minute, bro. But man, God is real, man, straight up. Yeah. So just watching, yeah. so that's your question, bro. Uh, what helped me shift my focus, shift my vantage point, bro? Getting saved for real, surrendering for real, digging in that word for real. Hiding that word in my heart for real, bro. And Joshua, bro. Bro, real talk, praise on. It took me a while to get here. I no, told God. If, if I said, God, if your will is to take Joshua from me, so be it. And as a parent, that's tough. But it's real, though. You know what I'm saying? Because, bro, I've, I've watched God. Bro, like kids with tuber sclerosis, bro. Like we, 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 we go to a TS camp. Annually, prior to COVID, bro, just seeing how 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 kids with Josh condition, bro, 
being wheelchairs, be 40 years old at home. I ain't bashing about it. You know what I'm saying? But just being wheelchairs, being 40 years old at home, bro, just the stuff that they deal with. And to see what God is, is, is doing to Josh like, bro, bro, Joshua, Josh got his report. Um, he, he gets a, re, a weekly report from Spring ISD. Um, and Josh got all A's, bro. He got like a um, all A's. He got an 88.5 or something. So he got all A's and a B. So, but the kids, if, 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 if you get a chance, just Google, just Google sclerosis, T-U-B-E-R-O-U-S, sclerosis, and Google the side effects of it. And Google that, bro, and, 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 and mirror that to what I'm saying about Josh and tell me <laughs> God ain't real. I dare you. So... That's a challenge. We're going we're gonna to make sure that we add, uh, I'm talking to my, my producer right now, but we're going to make sure we add this graphic in there um, so that we can be a little more educated sure. about, correct Correct me if I say it incorrectly, tuberculosis. Tuberous. 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 Sclerosis. Hey, don't get it twisted, bro. Hey, what's okay. so crazy? He was, so he was first diagnosed in like 09, bro. Back then, it was so rare. There was only like five cities in the U.S. that had a specialist. It was like Jersey, somewhere in Jersey. Uh, Pittsburgh was one. Atlanta was one. And then like two more cities out west, I think. You know what I'm saying? But my wife was so awesome, bro. I love my wife, bro. That girl's smart. Like some doctors didn't, didn't even know. What to, sometimes when he had a seizure, we had to bring to a doctor, to the ER. Like, man, he got TS. Like, man, what is that? So Chrissy had to educate them on what to do, what not to do, what to look for. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy, bro. Yes, indeed. That's wild, man. That's wild. So, saved the commitment. So, man, you, you said some things. I hope I'm hoping people don't miss. Um, the one one thing I want to point out because this is this is where I am. Uh, just something I think mm -hmm. is important when I when I talk to people, you know, just about whatever. You mentioned being mad right. at God. And, you know, I, I don't want people to miss that because that's a real thing. I, I think one, one thing that I tell people all the time, man, is just don't be right. fake. You know, like be be genuine, right. be honest, because, you know, that when we're not being honest with right. ourselves, man, there's nothing the we can do. When we're right. not being honest, right, when we're not being honest with God, there's nothing right. that he can do. And just like you know, we can handle folks being mm -hmm. mad at us. God can handle us being right. mad at him, you know, and it, it, it's a growth right. process. It's a growth process. So, man, I, I appreciate you sharing that growth process yes, with us. So let, let's let, let's touch here, man. You talk about, you know, uh, one of the questions I asked in the questionnaire is, is what keeps you up at night? And you mentioned your mm -hmm. TBI mm -hmm. from football. Um, and I know that that has been uh, that's been that's been a trial for you, you know. And I know you want to talk about some mental health stuff right. as well. So, man, touch on that for um, us, bro. And let me go back when it comes to being mad at God, bro. Um, test them. Like if, if if you truly seek, if you truly seek an information, test them. Because praise God, being in ministry school, bro, I was blessed to to study. Um, and not knocking nobody else, but study um, um, Islam and, 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 and other religions. 
know what I'm saying? And in the class I had, I was like, man, hold on. At first, it was kind of uncomfortable for me because being a Christian, it's not normal to, to, to question things at times. But, bro, question it. Praise God. Mm -hmm. I've studied all that stuff, bro. Yeah. And, and 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 Jesus is it. I promise you, bro. I promise you, bro. But, um, but yeah, and I also want to say this. Listen, this is... This is I, I don't I don't know if this is popular or unpopular. Uh -huh. um, the the foundation uh -huh. the foundation of just about every spiritual uh -huh. belief is is uh -huh. similar. Uh -huh. But then we get to a point to where they start right. branching off. Right. And that's usually that's you that's usually when we got right. our hands. I'm, I, we, we're that's not gonna awesome. go. We're not gonna go all the way off the road. We're gonna let, let me stop good. there. Keep saying, going, bro. man. But, Keep uh, going. but yeah, man. So <laughs> yeah, so praise God. I heard a study, man, back in the gap. They say playing in one football game is the equivalent of having forty car wrecks. I'm gonna say it again. I heard a study. I read a study a few years ago, bro. They said that playing in one football game is the equivalent of having forty car wrecks. I don't know how many car wrecks you've been in, but I've been in a bunch of them. So with that being said, man, um, my therapist—I have an awesome therapist, man. Shout out to Miss Tony, Miss Tony Alex. I love her. She's an older, sweet um, Creole lady. She's about five foot four, bro. Keep me in line whenever I get out of line. Chris said, "Boy, we call Miss Tony." I straighten up. <laughs> I love Miss Tony, man. Miss Tony, show love, man. But Miss Tony, um, she said, "Baby." I feel as though what you saw growing up was the genesis of your um, uh, mental health issues, but football made it exponentially worse. So, um, wow! I was diagnosed, praise God, with, with, with uh, depression by uh, University of Tulane. No, no, let me go back. Let me go back. Let me go back. When I first met you, bro, the NFL has a retired players convention, which I reluctantly attended. My wife maybe attended in Atlanta, and Miss uh, Sarita Cathcart with uh, I think University. Of Mm -hmm. One of them cars in Atlanta, bro. She sat me down. She said, Jeremy, how you doing? I'm good, Mr. Rita. Talk to me about your day. I'm like, well, I lose my keys and headaches and blue vision and blah, 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 blah. And negative. said, Jeremy, that ain't normal. No, nah, I'm good. I'm good. That's 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 part for the course. I'm good. She said, Jeremy, nah, you're not. And she was another older black woman who I respected. So she 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 coordinated, man, uh, batteries, uh, two days of a battery, battery of tests, bro. Like 10 hours one day and 12 hours the following day, bro. And that was before I had to report the training camp in, in, in Canada, CFL. So I would report the camp, bro. They um, go over notes and they called me, praise John. This was like 2011, 20, one of them, 2011. And they told me, like, Jeremy, you're suffering from like severe loss of memory. Okay. What that mean? I don't know about that. Okay. Well, what that mean? So they sat me down and say, okay, it's up to you. Your, your brain is damaged. You got a choice. People say you're free to choose, but you're not free from the consequences of all those choices. You got a choice. You can choose to continue playing football, continue to beat your brain up, or, or you can say, you know what? Mm -hmm. That's enough. Now, mind you, praise y'all. My first year of playing football, Narco, bro, with Narco Redskins was 1988. So from 88 to 2011, I'm on somebody's field. Somewhere, I'm on somebody's field. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so to be without football was like, whoa. What football over? And I'm 29. But now mind you, that's a blessing because most people career in at 18. Um, anyway, bro. So, so when they told me that, bro, I, I was forced with a choice. 
So my, my father, who I love, bro, he said, Jeremy, pray for clarity. That's it? That's what you got for me? Because <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, I need something. Like, bro, like, oh, I'm at the crossroads. I need something. Clarity. Yeah. What? Okay, I, I do it. I, I was fool enough to do it. I pray for clarity, bro. I kid you not, dude, dog. The next morning on TSN. So TSN is Canadian version of, C, of, of ESPN. Next morning on TSN of Canada, bro, I get up and, and they're doing a special on brain trauma in sports. Wow. <laughs> so the effects, the pros, the, if that, if that's not the, pros, the cons, the good, the bad, the ugly. So, so, so I'm like, okay, wow. That's my answer right there. But you know what, though? Now, nah, forget that. I'm going to play ball because Pittsburgh had just called the, a few months earlier. They want to possibly get me back in Pittsburgh. I'm going to play ball. God starts showing me ministry. Yeah. Me? Nah. I mean, I, I, I used to be in a club. I used to be the one drunk. I used to, man, nah, you got the wrong somebody. Jeremy, minute I stutter. Man, get out of here with that. Miss me with that. Bro, real talk. I was in, I was in Canada. So I tried to take my mind off by going to the bathroom bridge and cut my hair. Shave my head, bro. The presence of God in that bathroom was so strong. I couldn't even walk in there. I walk in there, bro, and start crying. I had to go outside. I had, I, had, I had to go outside, bro. So not only was 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 was, was my life changed, yeah. football yeah. was being taken from me. God was calling me to ministry. I don't want to do that. That's gonna take me out of my comfort zone. So long story short, bro. Yeah, yeah. I um retired, man, moved to spring. Met you, Wanda Show Love. Thank you, Wanda. I love you. Um, uh, Wanda Show Love, man. She put me on game. I emailed my person. So, kids, man, look here. Chase your dreams, but have a plan as well. Football was my everything. When I was forced to retire, bro, abruptly, I didn't have a resume. I didn't have a plan. And people say those who fail the plan, plan to fail. So, ha have a plan. That's why I tell you, my Josh, and everybody else who will listen to me. Listen. Chase your goal full speed. Go after it. Be hungry. Be, be tenacious. Chase it. But still, with that being said, have a plan. I have some teammates, bro. Awesome teammates, man. Ryan Clark, who on the Pivot right now, Pivot Podcast, and, and Channing Crowder. Ryan Clark, man, I watch him move. Like, but that's dope. Have another teammate uh, in Pittsburgh. Um, yeah. What's the cat name? Uh, Andre Frazier. Andre Frazier and I is always talking in Pittsburgh. Like, Parker, what you doing with your money? I said, man, I'm, I'm in the league. Like, man, Parker, man, you got to have a plan. Fraser has one of the, the he has a black owned um housing company in Cincinnati right now. He's killing the game. He had a plan. I didn't have a okay. plan. Okay. So 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 when I was forced to retire, bro, man, wanted to save me, bro. Because Fraser, I didn't have a clue. I emailed my family, look, yo, listen, I just found out that my brain is messed up. I'm forced to retire. Help. Basically what what email said. All my family. And Wanda responded. I said, Come on, uh, spring bookie. Come on, spring high school with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I came to Spring High School, bro. And yeah. man, I show love. Yeah. You, you, I ran to you, man. We chopped it up. First time we talked, we was like, man, I thank God for you, man. You you come to my life right on time. Because we ain't got too many cats our age who really trying to do this thing. You know, 29, I guess I was 29. You were probably, what, 33? 32, 33? 30, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so we was the same age, bro, yeah. just, just trying to figure this thing out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and you told me that, bro, but you had no idea the impact you had on my life. Um, Cause I remember six times, bro. I had to come man, to you man. in them classrooms. For example, talk to your boy, bro. Talk me off the ledge. Talk, talk, talk to your boy, bro. Um, iron straight up, iron man. Iron sharp. And that's iron. that's what I talk about all the time, bro. 
people don't get that, man. Foundation. When the foundation is love, when iron being sharper, sometimes sparks fly. You know what I'm saying? Because when, when, if you think about the process of sharpening iron, when we when, when, when you in a plant, yeah. sparks flying. So sometimes we're not gonna always agree. You got your viewpoint, that might be point, man. But when the foundation is love and brotherhood, it's solid, bro. So man, I thank you for that, man. But um, anyway, TBI. So so praise y'all. So I was told by people in Atlanta that I suffer from severe loss of memory. Um, the NFL offers a a branded body assessment, but I didn't want to go to either. But I went to in Tulane. This was when Kai was born, so this was probably 2015. Went to Tulane. They told me, man, like, brother, like, you depressed. That man missed me with that, man. You know where I'm from? I'm from Narco. We don't get depressed in Narco. We got this. Like, yeah. That ain't what we do. Depression ain't it. Ain't what we do. So, bro, real talk. I yeah. ran from that. So, I'm still I'm still running from my, I'm, I'm safe, but I'm still running from my calling and then running from this depression. Bro, God has a way of getting your attention, boy. One night, Jeremiah, this was in our old house before we moved to where we are now, bro, to where we are now. Jeremiah was like nine. It was like 12 o'clock. Bro, Jeremiah was me. Jeremiah was locking doors, paranoid. Like, dang, you lock, you lock the door? You lock the car door? Um, but we all right? Who's that outside? I'm like, but Jeremiah, you nine, go to bed. But that was God put it in my face. Like, Jeremiah, that's you. What you're looking at right now is yourself. And my thing has always been, man, not to put my, put my kids through what I hated. So, because that's selfish. So my thing is, man, all for me to, 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 to not have him experience my pain and anguish, let me go see what's going on with me. So, bro, I, I, I took ownership. I tell everybody too, praise y'all, man, you, you can't paint ugly walls in a apartment. I'm going to say it again. You can't paint ugly walls in an apartment. Yeah. Because you're renting. You, you, you don't own it. Yeah. So, so yeah. until you take ownership of, of, of your mess, then you can fix it. If you don't own it, you keep on sleeping under the rug, it's just going to grow. So my thing was, man, let me work on me to, 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 so where I can be the best version of myself, bro, John. So, 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 so my kids can have the best version of me. Bro, I'm flawed. I got issues. I stutter, depression, all that, bro. But my thing was to not let these kids down because kids are a gift from God. I know folks that want kids but can't have kids. So when God gives you something, the best way to show you appreciate them is by doing what? Taking care of them. So I, I just do the best, care the best no. job I can to, 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 to take care of my wife and my kids, bro. But yeah, man, so praise God, I, I, I've, I've been diagnosed with, with, with major neurocognitive disorder. Um, I did this from TBI, from football, and and um, I don't sleep a lot. Um, I take um, mood stabilizers. I take depression medicine. Um, I just completed a um, a, um, a new procedure called transcranial magnetic stimulation, TMS. Um, I had to go downtown Houston, bro, for like um, 35 days. Um, so they, they stimulated the left side of your brain for like four minutes and the right side for like eight minutes. The right side is supposed to um, speed up the depression. Um and because depression is accompanied with seven symptoms, if, if I'm saying this right. Ms. Tony told me I forgot, though. Out of the seven symptoms, bro, I got six. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 so yeah. my thing was, man, I'm not going to not see by myself because that's selfish. I'm not going to put my kids through that. Because, I, bro, when I saw Jeremiah doing that, that was God saying, 
That's you. So at this point, you force with a yeah, a, yeah. Um, a choice. You could choose to ignore it. You're free to choose. You're not fulfilling the consequences of all those choices, bro. So, so yeah, man. Ask your question, man. Keep it up at nighttime, bro. I don't sleep, um, bro. I'm, I'm I'm going next week, bro. And I ain't sad, man. Like I said, I'm happy because I'm still here. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and the old folks say, when you want to get rid of what's bothering you, you're busy doing stuff somebody else. So I feel this as helping somebody else. Um, so for me, bro, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do stem cell injections in, in, in my knees um, next week. So I got I got a, a procedure done next week. A doctor told me in 2011, that, that I got the back of an 80 year old man and knees of a 70 year old man. That was in 2011. Wow. Right. So, your therapist, uh-huh. uh, I want to make sure I got this right. Your therapist said that there there were some issues from your yes, childhood, sir. but football, but but the the car right. crashes, the daily right. the car crashes for twenty right. plus years made that right, worse. Correct, correct, thousand percent. Man, just so what, what you get, you, man, you're getting all of this information. Um, cause I, I, I want, right now I want to remind people that, that this is what the network right. is for, you know, it, it's designed to help you physically, mentally, spiritually, and financially. Right. So right, right mm-hmm. now we're talking about some, you know, we're talking about some physical things. We're talking about some, some mental right. health things. Once you start getting this information, how long did it take you to accept it? And then choose to act on it. You know, when when did you accept? Okay, all right, this mm-hmm. is real, and then decide. Okay, man, let me go see a doctor and do something about right, this. Right, right. So to answer your question, bro, I think so. The doctors in California told me about my knees and my back in 2011, right? But that's that's physical. You know what I'm saying? Like I can kind of rehab that. I can mm-hmm. kind of sit down and whatever, catch some ice or whatever. But the mental aspect, man. Um, 2011, when Miss Sarita put me on game with my severe loss of memory, I was forced to retire from playing football. Okay. And Tulane was in 2015, I think, right now. I think. But what, okay. what, what did it for me was these kids. Because, brother, my dad always said, man, these kids don't ask to come here. And I feel as though as parents, we're going to be yeah. unaccountable yeah. for our actions for these kids. So, Initially, I viewed it as getting better for them, but all right, it was getting better for me. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, so, so that's just what it was, man. So, to answer your question, just seeing Jeremiah, bro, at nine years old, bro, it broke my heart. Like, man, person at nine years old, we supposed to be mm-hmm. doing cartwheels, flipping, playing video games. He up at nighttime, flipping. Yeah, I'm like, man, I'm not gonna. Yeah, kid. and what what year? What year was um, this? He was born in 06, so this was 2015. So Tulane, for birth. So I started working at Spring High School, Prey John, January of 2015. This was probably February of 2015. Mm-hmm. They said when Jeremiah probably happened, like maybe in, because Tulane told me in February 2015 uh, about my depression. I'm like, man, get out of here. I'm from Narco. We won't get depressed. Yeah. Um, so this was yeah. probably March, April. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so just seeing Jeremiah, I'm like, man, hold on. And always, bro, my reverence for God has always been super high. 
And then going through what I went through with yeah. Joshua, yeah. like, I, I listen, it's real. Like, to me, this, this, this ain't no fallacy. This, this ain't fictitious. This ain't made up. Like, listen, this real to me. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 I know God will hold me accountable for, for my actions when it comes to the life I live in front of Jeremiah and Josh. So, so, and a lot of times people get caught up. There's a stigma behind mental health. Sometimes your healing is in the doctors. Sometimes God provides a way for you to receive your healing through medicine. Sometimes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, so my thing was, yeah. was to exhaust yeah. my options, bro. Like, whatever it takes for me to get better, because I'm still battling. Like, one thing about depression, bro, is, is thoughts that you don't like that you can't stop every day. So for me, mine come on every morning yeah. like a um, some bricks on my shoulder. Every morning they come. And through therapy mm-hmm. and medicine. So medicine, don't stop it. It still come on, but it don't come as hard. So without medicine, like that. What medicine, make it all like that. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 um, so I've, I've developed, man, that's why I love God, bro, because praise on whatever you feed your spirit is going to manifest, bro. So this is me talking, right? I can't yeah. listen to hardcore yeah. hip hop no more. I, I can't feed, my, feed that into my spirit. For me to be, be the best person of myself, for me to be who God called me to be, I, I can't. So, bro, I threw away about 500 CDs, bro. All of, no limit, all the cash money, Kanye, Bun B, NWA. Eric yeah. B. Rakim, Dipset, Jay Z, threw all that away. I had to. Yeah. Because I knew I couldn't be the best person myself, but still feeding that in my spirit. You know what I'm saying? So, so with that being said, man, um, that's good. With that being said, bro, yeah, so that's what keep me up at nighttime, bro. Um, but like I said, through therapy, man, through feeding myself positive music, reading um, the Bible, um, helping people, bro. Praise God. I love helping people, bro. Because it takes. It, it, it's, it's personal, but it ain't. Take my mind off of what's bothering me. You know what I'm saying? Because when you help somebody else, and, yeah. and what's so crazy about yeah. it is, bro, my spiritual gifts, and I, rec- I and I highly admonish everybody to figure out what the spiritual gifts are. My spiritual gifts, bro, is the gift of encouragement and the gift of sound counsel. One thing you'll get from German, bro, German going to encourage you, German going to give you some sound counsel. So, because I know my gifts, I use them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. so whenever somebody calls for anything, bro, they don't get it. They don't get Jesus, encouragement, and sound counsel, bro. So I want to challenge everybody, man, to figure out your spiritual gifts. Your gifts ain't gonna be mine. Or, or they might. Man, that's good. Listen, man, before we transition, I gotta point out. So, man, you're listening, you're watching. I, I need you to hear. This brother, he he's painting the picture of what it looks like as he works through mm-hmm. this. You know, he he didn't say God or medicine, mm-hmm. right? He didn't say God or mm-hmm. therapy. You know, this brother said God and mm-hmm. therapy and the medicine. And then he gave you an example of of what that's like for him on a daily mm-hmm. basis. Man, so be yes, encouraged. Sir. If if you're struggling, if you're struggling, be encouraged. Right. You're not the only one. You're not alone. Right. You don't have to battle this thing by yourself. Um, it doesn't have to be God right. or therapy because you go to therapy doesn't mean that your faith right. is weak because you, you're taking the medicine. That doesn't mean that your faith yeah, is God. weak. Right. right? Um, 
You know what I'm saying? Some There are times when God will use the doctor because you got to understand that them doctors had grandmamas who were praying too. Right. I need y'all. I need y'all right. not to miss that. These these doctors, you know, these therapists, these psychologists, these psychiatrists, they had praying grandmothers right. too, right? So we can't. I don't want us to miss out on all of that because don't forget, man, we, we are here. The whole purpose of this platform is to help you. So hopefully, we we are helping somebody today. Parquet, man, we're gonna transition. All, all right, we're gonna transition, man. All right, so the first thing I want to ask you, man, is a uh, podcast. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna work into our recommendeds, and I'm I'm gonna I'm throw a little twist on this. We're gonna do it a little different this time. Uh, recommended podcast. Anything you listening to that you recommend that we should listen thousand to? Thousand percent, bro. Thousand percent, man. Um, I mentioned, um, you know, I'm a sports guy, right? So 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 most times I I, I take sports, man. But um, knuckleheads. They have one with uh, Darius Miles and uh, Q. They're my guys, man. Man, hold on. <laughs> listen, listen. So I'm, I went back. I started listening to some old yeah. episodes, right, of the Knuckleheads podcast. Man, yesterday I listened to the one with, yeah. Glenn, <laughs> with Glenn Big Baby yeah. Davis. Yeah. Hey, man. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> man, straight hey, comedy. comedy. When, when Big Baby... When he talked about spending the yeah, Simone at real. his house, that's real. And 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 he's real. in the bed. Oh hey, man, bro. Yeah, bro. My, my childhood man. roommate, my best friend, now, bro, black. He's from Baton Rouge. He's from Southside Baton Rouge. He went to Christian Life. He went to Christian Life with um Mike Clayton or whatnot. So so they all kind of grew together. Okay, they all kind of yeah. ran together. And he was telling me about Big Baby. So man, we got this kid in Baton Rouge, but he about six seven, about three four. He he played running back. I said, man, get out of here with that, man. Bro, it's true. <laughs> It's true, man. So yeah, and he is man. a big baby. <laughs> oh man, that that was funny. So we got Knuckleheads podcast. And also rose the pivot. The pivot, man, just started. They pivoted from um, I am athlete, right? Because some things went down that they weren't coaching between them or whatever. So RC, who's my, my man, I've been knowing Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark can't talk to us at the Louisiana High School All Star game. He was at LSU, and and I love Ryan, bro, because yeah. Ryan's from my area. You know what I'm saying? But but like back in the day, bro, I'm looking. I'm, I'm trying to grab something that's like me. And Ryan was like me. Like Ryan, like in our area of the nineties, bro, like in New Orleans, you gotta be about it. You gotta be tough. Like, don't look at me wrong, whatever, bro. But, but Ryan came to us at the All-Star game, man. What's going on? What's happening? Like talking to us. I'm like, man, that's cool. Somebody from New Orleans who 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 different. You know what I'm saying? So and then we became teammates, bro. And, and we talked and I watched him and then watched how he moved, but watched his family. Beautiful wife and kids, bro. Um, so just watching RC, man, on, on the pivot, that's, that's also solid, man. RC, like I said, man, he, he probably don't remember this, man, but Ryan came talk to us. We, we played in LSU at the Louisiana High School All-Star game. Ryan was at LSU playing football. He came talk to us. Like, he made time. He didn't have to. He came talk to us. Like, and I remember talking like, I bring this dude from New Orleans, man. Like, he, he went to Shaw. So that was cool, man. So the pivot and um, um, knuckleheads, man. Okay. Okay. All right, man. Look, so we're going to do something a little different right here. We're, we're coming up on the end of the podcast. So, man, I'm, I'm a teacher. That's what pays mm-hmm. most of my bills, okay. right? That's not most of my bills. That's really what pay all my bills, you know, until until some other right. things pop off, right? So, man, we're going to do this exit ticket, all right? So we're going to do a three, two, one exit ticket, and then we're going to get out of here, man. So here's the three. 
give us three songs that you believe everybody needs to hear. Wow, praise all. Golly. Three songs. That's tough, bro. Let me look at my phone, bro. Golly, that's tough. <laughs> hey, that's Great, all right, man. man. Tough, man. That's all right. Listen. And that's okay, cause that that's this is how I know, man. You are gonna give us something right, good, right, right. and then what's gonna happen is we're gonna we're gonna end up we're gonna be done recording, and you are gonna text me right, some other right, stuff right. later too. I know I already know right. what's gonna happen, man. But three songs, Ray Jones. So 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 I um I got an old soul, man. Golly, praise! Are you killing me right now? Hold on, let me see, man. <laughs> and I also have kids too, right? So I got you know what I'm gonna just do it like this here. Do it like this here. So my son Jeremiah, um, uh-huh. he, he put me on this song the uh, the other day. It's by Paramore. Ain't it fun? Check it out. Listen, I'm, I'm a little weird. Okay, <laughs> uh, I, okay. Paramore. Ain't it's it a fun? Teenager. So that's my, my teenage stuff for me on that. Man, uh, and, and 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 this is, this isn't in any any order, bro. I'm just giving you the last few songs that I'm listening to. Okay, um, okay. Maverick City. Firm Foundation, he won't featuring um, okay. Chandler Moore. So, Maverick City, Firm Foundation, okay. and I have a little girl, right? So, so <laughs> Kai Kai has been watching it, and I'm pretty sure people, kids, already know this song. Encanto. So, uh, yeah, Encanto, yeah, yeah. and and her favorite song is Surface Pressure, but that's all right. I'm, I'm gonna do the one number four. We don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. That's my joke right now. That's my joke right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's yeah, my joke yeah. right now. <laughs> so, okay. yeah. Now, mind you, I, I, right. I got a bunch okay. more, bro. I got uh, Maze, Frankie Beverly and Maze, Happy Feelings. That's always a good one for me whenever I'm feeling too hot. Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, bro, Fred Hammond, bro. Um, Bishop Paul S. Martin. Carl Thomas, emotional. Fresh on. Fresh on. Yeah. So, so. yeah. Listen, you're going to be going through your playlist the rest of yeah, the day. Yeah, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's good. That's good. All right. Give us two. Two books that everybody needs Man, to read. Um, two books. I have a friend of mine. Besides Got the you. Bible. All right, Besides all right. the Bible. Gotcha, bro. friend of mine who lives in KC now, Jonathan Landor, put me on this book called Essentialist. Essentialism. And that book just kind of talks about, okay. um, like as as Americans, man, we're we're fortunate, we're blessed, and real talk, some of us are hoarders, and then also, like we hoard stuff, you know what I'm saying? And, but but also, essentialism to me, bro, is powerful because it breaks down your time, your energy, bro. Like, what's essential in your life? You know what I'm saying? So so so, our time, bro. TV yeah. ain't essential. Get off that TV. I ain't knocking nobody, but. Spend time with yourself, because you can't be yeah. good for nobody else. If you, if, if, if you don't like yourself, if you can't spend time by yourself, how you going to be spending time with somebody else? Expect them to, their relationship to, to be fruitful. It's just not going to happen. Hey, that's, talk. Real. that's real. real that's talk. real. So that okay. one, bro, and uh, shucks, bro, John. Shucks, shucks, shucks. I don't know, big dog. I don't know. That's all I got right now, bro, John. That's all I got. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. All right, man. Last thing. One piece of advice that nobody asked for, 
but you're gonna give it to us anyway. Man, when 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 emotions run high, logic runs low. Ooh, that's good. Say when that emotions again. run high, logic runs low. That's good. Old head once said, man. That's good. Cooler heads right prevail, there. man. Just 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 um a lot of times people I learned this the hard way, bro. I, I learned from buffing my head. People know your weaknesses, bro. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I'm big on being self-aware as well. You got to be self-aware, praise God. Man, COVID said, praise God, when you came to the impact that I spoke that time, I, I, I quoted COVID, bro. COVID died the next day. I don't know if you, you remember that. Well, you, you came to the impact. Man, listen. Listen. I, I didn't realize that it was the yeah, next bro. day. But here's the crazy thing, man. And I, and I, I want to I say this and, 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 and have this recorded and in the atmosphere. Right. Man, I miss absolutely thousand percent. Man, I was not. I'm a, I'm a diehard right. Lakers fan, right? I got my Pittsburgh right. cap. So I love, right. I'm representing right. for you today. But man, listen, I'm a diehard Lakers fan, and man, I wasn't really a right, Kobe guy. I mean, I, I really wasn't a Kobe guy. But when I tell you, Parquet, this is crazy, man. Never met this man in me my either. life. But when I tell you I, I I miss I miss Kobe Bryant I miss man I was so looking forward to yeah, his bro. second act. hey bro and it's funny you say that bro and then and then it's funny you say that bro not to cut you all man Ryan Clark we Ryan and I would have this debate because Ryan's a Laker guy too but my mistake he's a big Kobe guy I kept saying man uh, I ain't a Kobe fan be like man but Kobe great I said yeah. uh. but bro when I tell you Kobe. The more I, I, I really dig into it, and that also says, man, don't judge a book by its cover because you don't know what what people are going through. You know what I'm saying? So, so I, I dig into COVID, right. and the quote that God gave me to use when I spoke to the men's breakfast at Impact was, um, "You can't fully become greater until you know your weaknesses." Kobe said that, and that's real talk, bro. Because I knew I was big, and I knew I had good feet because I played basketball, wow. but I wasn't strong and I wasn't flexible. Yeah. So I own my weaknesses, and that, and, and because if you feel like you got it all together, you lie to yourself. And my T would always say, good, "The search man. for the ceiling never ceases." That's why I've never seen my Instagram. I post ceiling searching for my kids. Ceiling search, better, bro. Ceiling search. Bro, that's that's a that's yeah. a Mike Tomlinism. <laughs> Mike Tomlinism, bro. That's real talk, man. But bro, real talk. Hey, people's people. People say stuff, man. They call it they call it manifesting and stuff like that. But man, I'm gonna just go on and say, it, man, I'm looking forward to the day when I when I meet yes, Mike Tomlin and we get to sit down and yes, chop it up. So call, call that what y'all want, man. I'm just I'm just looking right. out the window. I'm just looking out the window that yes, God given hey, me. Bro. But yeah, man, the biggest thing, man, part the biggest thing cool. I would say, bro, um, when emotions run high, man, logic, logic runs low, man. Just just keep it cool, bro. Because at the end of the day, bro, we're free to choose, but you're not free from the consequences of those choices, bro. So if you make a negative choice in an instant based on the feeling, because feelings are fickle, that that choice yeah. can impact your life for 20, 30 years. So just, man, just know that when emotions run high, logic is low, bro. Logic runs low. Yes, indeed. Man, don't make a choice when them emotions are high. Parquet, man, that's good. Brother, listen, I know. Every time we talk, you didn't bless me. So for those of you who are watching on YouTube, I know that he blessed you. If you're listening, got your AirPods in, your earbuds, your bows, whatever, whatever. If you got your, you know, if you're coming through your speakers in your car, man, I know you were blessed today. Listen, this is the network. 
This is our attempt at creating a modern podcast version of the Negro Motorist Green Book. With each interview, we're building a network of talented people that you can reach out and touch. Every episode is designed to help you in four ways, physically, mentally, spiritually, and or financially. We're trying to help black people living in and traveling through America. Big homie, man, I appreciate you today. Gave us a lot of good stuff, man. I appreciate you sharing your journey. I appreciate you being candid because you didn't have to share all of that sure. stuff, man. And I truly hey, appreciate Hey, man, look you. here, man. I want to tell you thank you once again, bro. Give you your flowers, bro. Thank you for having me. If I'm not mistaken, this is my first one. So I, it, it was cool, man. I enjoyed it. And, and it's really therapy, bro. It's really, it's really, it's get it out. You get what I'm saying? And then I just want to encourage everybody, man. Black, white, yellow, green. Um, mental illness is real. And, um, just, just, just try to, man, the Bible says a wise man leaves an inheritance for his kids' kids. So I'm leaving my inheritance for his children. I'm leaving my children. inheritance for my grandkids. But your kids going to be a, a they're going to receive the residual of that. You know what I'm saying? So I tell you, my that's all the time. That's right. And Kai, I like y'all, but, but I ain't living for y'all. Dad, what you mean? Hey, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, be encouraged, man. Keep pushing, man. Um, Self-awareness. Understand who you are, bro, because you can't, you can't, Paint the walls. You can't paint ugly walls in the apartment. That's all I got, bro. Praise I love you, bro. Love for life, bro. That's it. Love you too, man. Hey, listen. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the network. I'm Michael Prejean. I got my man with me, my big homie, Jeremy Parquet. We appreciate y'all. Peace. Peace.